0: poor richard's almanac introduction life of benjamin franklin followed by aphorisms one through ninety-nine of six hundred and seventy-eight life of benjamin franklin opposite historic old south church in boston on january 6th 1706 was born benjamin franklin Benjamin was the fifteenth child of Josiah Franklin, whose occupation was that of a tallow chandler or a candle-maker. Business was not prosperous, and the Franklin family was reared in very humble circumstances. As a child, Benjamin hungered for books and knowledge. During the two years that his father was able to send him to school, he showed remarkable aptitude and industry, and rapidly outdistanced his fellow-pupils. The first book which Franklin read was Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. By trading and borrowing, he managed to secure other volumes. His passion for reading was so intense that he attracted the attention of a kind-hearted Boston merchant who gave the boy access to his well-stocked library. Franklin read only books which could add to his education, and read them with a thoroughness that extracted every bit of useful knowledge." After leaving school, Franklin was apprenticed to his brother James in the printing trade. His wage was very small, and he had to live most frugally. James started a newspaper, and Benjamin set type and distributed the sheets. One day he anonymously contributed some verses and apothegms, and was overjoyed to find them accepted and published. When his brother discovered that he was the contributor, an altercation broke out between the two due principally to the ill temper of james the quarrel was finally the cause of benjamin's leaving boston and going to philadelphia in philadelphia franklin obtained work with keimer a printer his lodgings were found at the house of mr reed with whose pretty daughter deborah he promptly fell in love Mrs. Reed, however, counseled the two to postpone the marriage until Franklin should earn sufficient to maintain his own household. He was but eighteen years old at this time. Sir William Keith, governor of the province of Pennsylvania, became acquainted with Franklin and offered to set him up in the printing business. Franklin, of course, accepted. At Keith's suggestion, he sailed to England to purchase an up-to-date outfit arrived there he found that keith was without credit his beautiful plans went for naught and he was stranded in england without funds or prospects it took him several years to work his way back to america when he returned the first news to greet franklin was the marriage of deborah reed to another man At twenty-two years of age, Franklin had not made much progress toward the goal of his ambition, but nothing daunted. He applied himself with greater industry, greater self-sacrifice, and greater perseverance. He kept plugging away at his trade of printer and entered into business ventures with other men, all of which proved rapid failures. Finally, he struck out for himself. Coincidentally, Deborah Reed's husband died, and Franklin took her to wife the young couple had to live on close margin for a few years when franklin was twenty-seven years of age he evolved the idea which opened the road to fame and fortune this was poor richard's almanac the first number had a tremendous sale his homely trite common-sense sayings achieved wide popularity and each succeeding issue found more subscribers than its predecessor The general recognition and respect gained for Franklin through the Almanac gave him the opportunity to enter public life. This sphere of activity was greatly to his liking. He held important offices and introduced many splendid reforms into the municipal government. Franklin's pet project was an efficient institute of learning. When he was thirty-seven years old, his plans materialized into the founding of an academy from which has grown the great University of Pennsylvania. The scientists of Europe were at this time becoming aware of a mysterious force which they named electricity. Muschenbruck, a German, came forth with the discovery of the Leyden jar. Franklin immediately devoted himself to a study of electricity. The subject proved too interesting, so full of possibilities that he sold out his printing business in order to devote his entire effort to the new field. His business, started on nothing, brought the handsome price of $90,000. When Franklin declared his belief that electricity and lightning were identical, the whole world laughed. He then made his famous kite test and proved his theory. This demonstration gained world recognition for him as a scientist and won him many honors. The colonies were now passing through the turbulent period preceding the Revolutionary War. Franklin was a foremost figure in public life and became the Commissioner of the Colonies to England. The first cause for provocation on the part of the Colonies was the Stamp Act, which imposed an enormous tax on deeds, college degrees, and printed matter. England sought to meet the expenses of the French-Indian War by this tax. Franklin's efficient representation and effective pleading secured its repeal in 1766 however one year later parliament enacted a more obnoxious bill placing a heavy duty on tea glass and other commodities then it was that certain indignant citizens of boston held their boston tea party and brought upon the heads of the community the ill-considered hateful boston port bill the city was virtually put into a state of seizure by the british under general gage This final action precipitated the crisis, and the Revolutionary War was on. Gage made his disastrous march to Concord and Lexington, and Bunker Hill ended in a triumph for American pluck. Although in favor of settling the dispute by arbitration, Franklin was as zealous a patriot as any. He was a member of the First Continental Congress, and helped frame the Declaration of Independence. Later he went to Paris as Special Envoy to France for the Colonies. HE WAS RECEIVED WITH GREAT ACCLAIM AND WAS ACCORDED MANY HONORS. HIS MISSION OF ENLISTING FRANCE'S AID IN THE STRUGGLE WAS COMPLETELY SUCCESSFUL. HELPED BY THE MONEY OF FRANCE AND BY THE VALOUR OF SUCH MEN AS LAFAYETTE, THE REVOLUTION TRIUMPHED. AFTER AN ABSENCE FROM AMERICA OF NINE YEARS, FRANKLIN RETURNED. HE WAS GIVEN A ROYAL RECEPTION. Although seventy-seven years old now, he still gave his country the best that was in him until his death on April seventeenth, 1790. At his burial, twenty thousand persons gathered to do him respect and honor. Franklin's life has been called the most interesting and the most successful lived by any American, and the explanation is found in the rule that guided him throughout his career. To go straight forward in doing what appears to be right— LEAVING THE CONSEQUENCES TO Providence. END OF INTRODUCTION Now here are aphorisms 1 through 99. 1. A child thinks twenty shillings and twenty years can scarce ever be spent. 2. A cold April the barn will fill. 3. A countryman between two lawyers is like a fish between two cats four act uprightly and despise calumny dirt may stick to a mud wall but not to polished marble five a cipher and humility make the other figures and virtues of tenfold value six a false friend and a shadow attend only while the sun shines seven a father's a treasure A brother's a comfort. A friend is both. 8. A fat kitchen, a lean will. 9. A fine genius in his own country is like gold in the mine. 10. A flatterer never seems absurd. The flattered always takes his word. 11. After three days men grow weary of a wench, a guest, and weather rainy. 12. After crosses and losses men grow humbler and wiser. 13. A full belly is the mother of all evil. 14. A full belly makes a dull brain. 15. A good example is the best sermon. 16. A good lawyer, a bad neighbor. SEVENTEEN. A GOOD MAN IS SELDOM UNEASY, AN ILL ONE NEVER EASY. EIGHTEEN. A HOUSE WITHOUT WOMAN AND FIRELIGHT IS LIKE A BODY WITHOUT SOUL OR SPRITE. Nineteen. A LEAN AWARD IS BETTER THAN A FAT JUDGMENT. TWENTY. A LEARNED BLOCKHEAD IS A GREATER BLOCKHEAD THAN AN IGNORANT ONE. TWENTY-ONE. A LIE STANDS ON ONE LEG, TRUTH ON TWO. Twenty two. A life of leisure and a life of laziness are two things. Twenty three. A light purse is a heavy curse. Twenty four. A little house well filled, a little field well tilled, and a little wife well willed are great riches. Twenty five. All blood is alike ancient. Twenty six. All mankind are beholden to him that is kind to the good. 27. All things are cheap to the saving, dear to the wasteful. 28. All things are easy to industry, all things difficult to sloth. 29. All would live long, but none would be old. 30. A long life may not be good enough, but a good life is long enough. 31. A man in a passion rides a mad horse. 32. A man without a wife is but a half a man. 33. A man without ceremony has need of great merit in its place. 34. Ambition often spends foolishly what avarice had wickedly collected. 35. A mob's a monster— HEADS ENOUGH, BUT NO BRAINS 36. A MODERN WIT IS ONE OF DAVID'S FOOLS 37. AN EGG TODAY IS BETTER THAN A HEN TOMORROW 38. AN EMPTY BAG CANNOT STAND UPRIGHT 39. A NEW TRUTH IS A TRUTH, AND AN OLD ERROR IS AN ERROR though Claude Pate won't allow either. 40. Anger and folly walk cheek by joel. Repentance treads on both their heels. 41. Anger is never without a reason, but seldom with a good one. 42. Anger warms the invention, but overheats the oven. 43. An honest man will receive neither money nor praise that is not his due. 44. An hundred thieves cannot strip one naked man, especially if his skin's off. 45. An ill wound, but not an ill name, may be healed. 46. An innocent plowman is more worthy than a vicious prince. 47. Anoint a villain and he'll stab you. Stab him and he'll anoint you. Forty eight. An old man in a house is a good sign. Forty nine. An old young man will be a young old man. Fifty. An ounce of wit that is bought is worth a pound that is taught. Fifty one. An undutiful daughter will prove an unmanageable wife. 52. A pair of good ears will drain dry an hundred tongues. 53. A plowman on his legs is higher than a gentleman on his knees. 54. Approve not of him that commends all you say. 55. A quarrelsome man has no good neighbors. 56. A quiet conscience sleeps in thunder. 57. Are you angry that others disappoint you? Remember, you cannot depend upon yourself. 58. As charms are nonsense, nonsense is a charm. 59. Ask and have is sometimes dear buying. 60. A soft tongue may strike hard. 61. As pride increases, fortune declines. 62. As sore places meet most rubs, proud folks meet most affronts. 63. A temper to bear much will have much to bear. 64. A wicked hero will turn his back to an innocent coward. 65 as we must account for every idle word so we must for every idle silence 66 at a great pennyworth pause a while 67 a traveller should have a hog's nose deer's legs and an ass's back 68 at the working man's house hunger looks in but dares not enter 69 at twenty years of age the will reigns; at thirty, the wit; at forty, the judgment. seventy. Bad commentators spoil the best of books. seventy one. Bad gains are truly losses. seventy two. Bargaining has neither friends nor relations. seventy three. Be always ashamed to catch thyself idle. Seventy-four. Be at war with your vices, at peace with your neighbors. Seventy-five. Beauty and folly are old companions. Seventy-six. Being ignorant is not so much a shame as being unwilling to learn. Seventy-seven. Ben beats his pate and fancies wit will come, but he may knock, there's nobody at home. 78. Be not niggardly of what costs thee nothing, as courtesy, counsel, and countenance. 79. Be slow in choosing a friend. Slower in changing. 80. Better is a little with content than much with contention. 81. Better slip with foot than tongue. 82. Beware, beware, he'll cheat without scruple, who can without fear. 83. Beware of him that is slow to anger, he is angry for something, and will not be pleased for nothing. 84. Beware of little expenses, a small leak will sink a great ship. 85. Beware of meat twice boiled, and an old foe reconciled. 86. Beware of the young doctor and the old barber. 87. Blame-all and praise-all are two blockheads. 88. Blessed is he that expects nothing, for he shall never be disappointed. 89. Buy what thou hast no need of, and ere long thou shalt sell thy necessaries. 90. By diligence and patience, the mouse bit into the cable. Ninety-one. Calamity and prosperity are the touchstones of integrity. Ninety-two. Ceremony is not civility, nor civility ceremony. Ninety-three. Changing countries or beds cures neither a bad manager nor a fever. Ninety-four. Ninety-four. Cheese and salt meat should be sparingly eat. Ninety five. Children and princes will quarrel for trifles. Ninety six. Clean your finger before you point at my spots. Ninety seven. Clearly spoken, Mr. Fogg. You explain English by Greek. Ninety eight. Content and riches seldom meet together. Riches take thou contentment i had rather ninety nine content is the philosopher's stone that turns all it touches into gold End of section o section one of poor richard's almanac by benjamin franklin this LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Aphorisms one hundred through one hundred ninety nine. One hundred. Content makes poor men rich, discontent makes rich men poor. One hundred and one. Courage would fight, but discretion won't let him. One hundred and two. CREDITORS HAVE BETTER MEMORIES THAN DEBTORS. 103. CUT THE WINGS OF YOUR HANDS AND HOPES, LEST THEY LEAD YOU TO A WARY DANCE AFTER THEM. 104. DANGER IS SAUCE FOR PRAYERS. 105. DALLY NOT WITH OTHER FOLKS WOMEN OR MONEY. 106. Death takes no bribes. 107. Declaiming against pride is not always a sign of humility. 108. Defer not thy well-doing. Be not like St. George, who is always on horseback, but never rides on. 109. Deny self for self's sake. 110. DESPAIR RUINS SOME, PRESUMPTION, MANY. 111. DIFFERENT sets, LIKE DIFFERENT CLOCKS, MAY ALL BE NEAR THE MATTER, THOUGH THEY DON'T QUITE AGREE. 112. DILIGENCE IS THE MOTHER OF GOOD LUCK. 113. DILIGENCE OVERCOMES DIFFICULTIES, SLOTH MAKES THEM. 114. DISTRUST AND CAUTION ARE THE PARENTS OF SECURITY. 115. DO GOOD TO THY FRIEND TO KEEP HIM, TO THY ENEMY TO GAIN HIM. 116. DOING AN INJURY PUTS YOU BELOW YOUR ENEMY. REVENGING ONE MAKES YOU BUT EVEN WITH HIM. FORGIVING, IT SETS YOU ABOVE HIM. 117. DO NOT DO THAT WHICH YOU WOULD NOT HAVE KNOWN. 118. DO ME THE FAVOR TO DENY ME AT ONCE. 119. DON'T GO TO THE DOCTOR WITH EVERY distemper, NOR TO THE LAWYER WITH EVERY QUARREL, NOR TO THE POT FOR EVERY THIRST. 120. DON'T JUDGE OF MEN'S WEALTH OR PIETY BY THEIR SUNDAY APPEARANCES. 121. Don't misinform your doctor, nor your lawyer. 122. Don't overload gratitude. If you do, she'll kick. 123. Don't think to hunt two hares with one dog. 124. Don't throw stones at your neighbors if your own windows are glass. 125. Don't value a man for the quality he is of, but for the qualities he possesses. 126. Dost thou love life? Then do not squander time, for that's the stuff life is made of. 127. Drink does not drown care, but waters it, and makes it grow faster. 128. Drink water. Put the money in your pocket, and leave the dry bellyache in the punch-bowl. 129. Drive thy business, or it will drive thee. 130. Drunkenness that worst of evils makes some men fools, some beasts, some devils. 131. Early to bed and early to rise. Makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. 132. Eat few suppers, and you'll need few medicines. 133. Eat to please thyself, but dress to please others. 134. Employ thy time well if thou meanest to gain leisure. 135. Ever since follies have pleased, fools have been able to divert. 136. Every man has assurance enough to boast of his honesty, few of their understanding. 137. Experience keeps a dear school, yet fools will learn in no other. 138. Eyes and priests bear no jests. 139. Fear God and your enemies will fear you. 140. Fear not death, for the sooner we die, the longer shall we be immortal. 141. Fear to do ill and you need fear not else. 142. Fine linen girls and gold so bright, choose not to take by candlelight. 143. Fish and visitors stink in three days. 144. Fly pleasures and they'll follow you. 145. Fond pride of dress is sure an empty curse. Ere fancy you consult, consult your purse. 146. Fools make feasts and wise men eat them. 147. Fools multiply folly. 148. Fools need advice most, but wise men only are the better for it. 149. For age and want save while you may, no morning sun lasts a whole day. 150. For one poor man there are an hundred indigent. 151. For want of a nail, the shoe is lost. For want of a shoe, the horse is lost. For want of a horse, the rider is lost. 152. Friendship cannot live without ceremony, nor without civility. 153. Friendship increases by visiting friends, but by visiting seldom. 154. Full of courtesy, full of craft. 155. Generous minds are all of kin. 156. Genius without education is like silver in the mine. 157. Gifts burst rocks. 158. Gifts much expected are paid, not given. 159. Give me yesterday's bread, this day's flesh, and last year's cider. 160. Glass, china, and reputation are easily cracked and never well mended. 161. God gives all things to industry. 162. God heals, and the doctor takes the fees. 163. God helps them that help themselves. 164. God, parents, and instructors can never be requited. 165. Good sense is a thing all need, few have, and none think they want. 166. Good wives and good plantations are made by good husbands. 167. Grace thou thy house, and let not that grace thee. 168. Graft good fruit all, or graft not at all. 169. Great alms giving lessens no man's living. 170. Great estates may venture more, little boats must keep near shore. 171. Great famine when wolves eat wolves. 172. Great good nature without prudence is a great misfortune. 173. Great merit is coy as well as great pride. 174. Great modesty often hides great merit. 175. Great spenders are bad lenders. 176. GREAT TALKERS, LITTLE DOERS 177. GREAT TALKERS SHOULD BE CROPPED, FOR THEY'VE NO NEED OF EARS 178. HALF HOSPITALITY OPENS HIS DOOR AND SHUTS UP HIS COUNTENANCE 179. HALF THE TRUTH IS OFTEN A GREAT LIE 180. HALF WITS TALK MUCH BUT SAY LITTLE One eighty one. Happy that nation, fortunate that age, whose history is not diverting. One eighty two. Happy's the wooing that's not long a doing. One eighty three. Happy Tom Crump ne'er sees his own hump. One eighty four. Haste makes waste. One eighty five. Harry's smatter has a mouth for every matter. 186. Have you some what to do tomorrow? Do it today. 187. Having been poor is no shame, but being ashamed of it is. 188. Hear no ill of a friend, nor speak any of an enemy. 189. HEAR A REASON, OR SHE'LL MAKE YOU FEEL HER. 190. HE DOES NOT POSSESS WEALTH, IT POSSESSES HIM. 191. HE HAS CHANGED HIS ONE-EYED HORSE FOR A BLIND ONE. 192. HE HAS LOST HIS BOOTS, BUT SAVED HIS SPURS. 193. HE IS A GOVERNOR THAT GOVERNS HIS PASSIONS, AND HE IS A SERVANT THAT SERVES THEM. 194 he is ill-clothed to his bare of virtue 195 he is no clown that drives the plough but he that doth clownish things 196 he is not well-bred that cannot bear ill-breeding in others 197 help hands for i have no lands 198 he makes a foe who makes a jest 199 here comes the orator with his flood of words and his drop of reason end of section one aphorisms 100 through 199 section two of poor richard's almanac by benjamin franklin this librivox recording is in the public domain read by michelle fry baton rouge louisiana aphorisms two hundred through two ninety nine two hundred he's a fool that cannot conceal his wisdom two oh one he's a fool that makes his doctor his heir two oh two HE'S GONE AND FORGOT NOTHING BUT TO SAY FAREWELL TO HIS CREDITORS. 203. HE'S THE BEST PHYSICIAN THAT KNOWS THE WORTHLESSNESS OF THE MOST MEDICINES. 204. HE THAT BEST UNDERSTANDS THE WORLD LEAST LIKES IT. 205. HE THAT BUILDS BEFORE HE COUNTS THE COST ACTS FOOLISHLY, AND HE THAT COUNTS BEFORE HE BUILDS FINDS HE DID NOT COUNT WISELY. 206. He that buys by the penny, maintains not only himself, but other people. 207. He that by the plow would thrive, himself must either hold or drive. 208. He that can bear a reproof, and mend by it, if he is not wise, is in a fair way of being so. 209. He that can compose himself is wiser than he that composes books. 2.10. He that can have patience can have what he will. 2.11. He that cannot bear with other people's passions cannot govern his own. 2.12. He that cannot obey cannot command. 2.13. He that can take rest is greater than he that can take cities. Two fourteen. He that can travel well afoot keeps a good horse. Two fifteen. He that doth what he should not shall feel what he would not. Two sixteen. He that drinks fast pays slow. Two seventeen. He that drinks his cider alone, let him catch his horse alone. Two eighteen. He that falls in love with himself will have no rivals. 219. He that goes far to marry will either deceive or be deceived. 220. He that has a trade has an office of profit and honor. 221. He that has not got a wife is not yet a complete man. 222. He that hath a trade hath an estate. 223. He that is of opinion money will do everything may well be suspected of doing everything for money. 224. He that is rich need not live sparingly, and he that can live sparingly need not be rich. 225. He that lies down with dogs shall rise up with fleas. 226. He that never eats too much will never be lazy. 227 He that pays for work before it's done has but a pennyworth for two pence. 228 He that pursues two hares at once does not catch one and lets tother go. 229 He that resolves to mend hereafter resolves not to mend now. 230 HE THAT RISETH LATE MUST TROT ALL DAY, AND SHALL SCARCE OVERTAKE HIS BUSINESS BY NIGHT. 231. HE THAT SCATTERS THORNS, LET HIM NOT GO BAREFOOT. 232. HE THAT'S CONTENT, HATH ENOUGH. HE THAT COMPLAINS, HAS TOO MUCH. 233. HE THAT SELLS UPON TRUST, LOSES MANY FRIENDS, AND ALWAYS WANTS MONEY. 234. He that sows thorns should never go barefoot. 235. He that speaks ill of the mare will buy her. 236. He that speaks much is much mistaken. 237. He that spills the rum loses that only. He that drinks it often loses both that and himself. 238. He that takes a wife takes care. 239. He that waits upon a fortune is never sure of a dinner. 240. He that won't be counseled can't be helped. 241. He that would catch fish must venture his bait. 242. He that would have a short lent let him borrow money to be repaid at Easter. 243. HE THAT WOULD LIVE IN PEACE AND AT EASE MUST NOT SPEAK ALL HE KNOWS, NOR JUDGE ALL HE SEES. 244. HE THAT WOULD RISE AT COURT MUST BEGIN BY CREEPING. 245. HE THAT WOULD TRAVEL MUCH SHOULD EAT LITTLE. 246. HE WHO MULTIPLIES RICHES MULTIPLIES CARES. 247. HE WHO BUYS HAD NEED HAVE ONE HUNDRED EYES, BUT ONE'S ENOUGH FOR HIM THAT SELLS THE STUFF. 248. HOLD YOUR counsel BEFORE DINNER. THE FULL BELLY HATES THINKING AS WELL AS ACTING. 249. HONORS CHANGE MANNERS. 250. HONOR THY FATHER AND MOTHER, I.E. LIVE SO AS TO BE AN HONOR TO THEM WHEN THEY ARE DEAD. 251. Hope and a red rag are baits for men and mackerel. 252. Hope of gain lessens pain. 253. How few there are who have courage enough to own their faults. 254. Hunger is the best pickle. 255. Hunger never saw bad bread. 256. Idleness is the dead sea that swallows all virtues. 257. Idleness is the greatest prodigality. 258. If it were not for the belly, the back might wear gold. 259. If Jack's in love, he's no judge of Jill's beauty. 260. If man could have half his wishes, he would double his troubles. 261. If passion drives, let reason hold the reins. 262. If pride leaves the van, beggary brings up the rear. 263. If thou hast wit and learning, add to it wisdom and modesty. 264. If thou injurest conscience, it will have its revenge on thee. 265. If thou wouldst live long, live well, for folly and wickedness shorten life. 266. If wind blows on you through a hole, make your will, and take care of your soul. 267. If worldly goods cannot save me from death, they ought not to hinder me my eternal life. 268. If you'd be beloved, make yourself amiable. 269. If you desire many things, many things seem but a few. 270. If you'd have a servant that you like, serve yourself. 271. If you'd have it done, go. If not, send. 272. If you'd know the value of money, go and borrow some. 273. If you'd lose a troublesome visitor, lend him money. 274. If you do what you would not, you must hear what you would not. 275. If you have no money in your pot, have some in your mouth. 276. If you have time, don't wait for time. 277. If you know how to spend less than you get, you have the philosopher's stone. 278. If your head is wax. DON'T WALK IN THE SUN. 279. IF YOU RIDE A HORSE, SIT CLOSE AND TIGHT. IF YOU RIDE A MAN, SIT EASY AND LIGHT. 280. IF YOUR RICHES ARE YOURS, WHY DON'T YOU TAKE THEM WITH YOU TO THE OTHER WORLD? 281. IF YOU WOULD BE LOVED, LOVE AND BE LOVABLE. 282. IF YOU WOULD BE REVENGED OF YOUR ENEMY, GOVERN YOURSELF. 283. If you would have guests merry with cheer, be so yourself, or so at least appear. 284. If you would keep your secret from an enemy, tell it not to a friend. 285. If you would not be forgotten as soon as you are dead and rotten, either write things worth reading or do things worth writing. 286. If you would reap praise, you must sow the seeds. Gentle words and useful deeds. 287. Ignorance leads men into a party, and shame keeps them from getting out again. 288. I have never seen the philosopher's stone that turns lead into gold, but I have known the pursuit of it turn a man's gold into lead. 289. Ill company is like a dog who darts those most that he loves best. Two ninety. Ill customs and bad advice are seldom forgotten. Two ninety one. I'll warrant ye goes before rashness. Who'd a thought it comes sneaking after? Two ninety two. Industry pays debts, despair increases them. Two ninety three. In success, be moderate. Two ninety four. Interest which blinds some people enlightens others. Two ninety five. In the affairs of this world, men are saved not by faith, but by the want of it. Two ninety six. I saw few die of hunger, of eating one hundred thousand. Two ninety seven. Is there anything men take more pains about than to render themselves unhappy? 2.98. It is better to take many injuries than to give one. 2.99. It is ill jesting with the joiner's tools, worse with the doctor's. End of Section 2 Section 3 of Poor Richard's Almanac by Benjamin Franklin this LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Aphorisms 300 through 399. 300. It is ill manners to silence a fool, and cruelty to let him go on. 301. It is not leisure that is not used. 302. IT IS WISE NOT TO SEEK A SECRET, AND HONEST NOT TO REVEAL IT. 303. IT'S COMMON FOR MEN TO GIVE PRETENDED REASONS INSTEAD OF ONE REAL ONE. 304. IT'S THE EASIEST THING IN THE WORLD FOR A MAN TO DECEIVE HIMSELF. 305. JACK LITTLE SOWED LITTLE, AND LITTLE HE'LL REAP. 306. KEEP FLAX FROM FIRE. Youth from Gaming 307 Keep thou from the opportunity, and God will keep thee from the sin 308 Keep thy shop, and thy shop will keep thee 309 Keep your eyes wide open before marriage, half shut afterwards 310 Keep your mouth wet, feet dry 311 KINGS AND BEARS OFTEN WORRY THEIR KEEPERS. 312. KINGS HAVE LONG ARMS, BUT MISFORTUNE LONGER. LET NONE THINK THEMSELVES OUT OF HER REACH. 313. LATE CHILDREN, EARLY ORPHANS. 314. LAWS LIKE the COBWEBS CATCH SMALL FLIES. GREAT ONES BREAK THROUGH BEFORE YOUR EYES. 315. Laws too gentle are seldom obeyed, too severe, seldom executed. 316. Laziness travels so slowly that poverty soon overtakes him. 317. Learn of the skillful. He that teaches himself hath a fool for his master. 318. Lend money to an enemy, and thou to gain him. To a friend, and thou lose him. Three nineteen. Let all men know thee, but no man know thee thoroughly. Men freely ford that see the shallows. Three twenty. Let every new year find you a better man. Three twenty one. Let the child's first lesson be obedience, and the second may be what thou wilt. Three twenty two. Let thy discontents be thy secrets, if the world knows them, twill despise thee and increase them. 323. Let thy maid-servant be faithful, strong, and homely. 324. Let thy vices die before thee. 325. Liberality is not giving much, but giving wisely. 326. LIGHT GAINS, HEAVY PURSES 327. LIGHT HEALED MOTHERS MAKE LEADEN HEALED DAUGHTERS 328. LIGHT PURSE, HEAVY HEART 329. LITTLE ROGUES EASILY BECOME GREAT ONES 330. LITTLE STROKES FELL GREAT OAKS 331. Look before, or you'll find yourself behind. 332. Lost time is never found again. 333. Love and be loved. 334. Love, cough, and a smoke can't well be hid. 335. Lover and lordship hate companions. 336. Lovers, travelers, and poets will give money to be heard. 337. Love well, whip well. 338. Love your enemies, for they tell you your faults. 339. Love your neighbor, yet don't pull down your hedge. 340. Lying rides upon death's back. 341. Mad kings and mad bulls are not to be held by treaties and pack-thread. 342. Many a man's own tongue gives evidence against his understanding. 343. Many a man would have been worse if his estate had been better. 344. Many a meal is lost for want of meat. 345 many complain of their memory, few of their judgment. 346. Many dishes, many diseases. 347. Many estates are spent in the getting. 348. Many foxes grow gray, but few grow good. 349. Many have quarreled about religion that never practiced it. 350. Many medicines, few cures. 351. Many princes sin with David, but few repent with him. 352. Many would live by their wits, but break for want of stock. 353. Marry above thy match, and thou get a master. 354. Marry your son when you will, but your daughter when you can. 355. Mary's mouth costs her nothing, for she never opens it but at others' expense. 356. Meanness is the parent of insolence. 357. Men and melons are hard to know. 358. Men differ daily about things which are subject to sense. Is it likely, then, they should agree about things invisible? 359. Men meet, mountains never. 360. Men often mistake themselves, seldom forget themselves. 361. Men take more pains to mask than mend. 362. Money and good manners make the gentleman. 363. Money and man a mutual friendship show. Man makes false money. Money makes man so. 364. Most fools think they are only ignorant. 365. Most of the learning in use is of no great use. 366. Most people return small favors, acknowledge middling ones, and repay great ones with ingratitude. 367. Much virtue in herbs, little in men. 368. Necessity has no law. I know some attorneys of the same. 369. Necessity has no law. Why? Because it is not to be had without money. 370. Necessity never made a good bargain. 371. Ne'er take a wife till thou hast a house and a fire to put her in. 372. Neglect kills injuries. Revenge increases them. 373. Neglect mending a small fault, and twill soon be a great one. 374. Neither praise nor dispraise till seven Christmases be over. 375 never entreat a servant to dwell with thee. 376. Never praise your cider, horse, or bedfellow. 377. Never spare the parson's wine nor the baker's pudding. 378. Nice eaters seldom meet with a good dinner. 379. Nick's passions grow fat and hearty. His understanding looks consumptive. 380. Nine men in ten are suicides. 381. No gains without pains. 382. No man e'er was glorious who was not laborious. 383. None are deceived but they that confide. 384. None know the unfortunate, and the fortunate do not know themselves. 385. None preaches better than the aunt, and she says nothing. 386. No resolution repenting hereafter can be sincere. 387. Nor eye in a letter, nor hand in a purse, nor ear in the secret of another. 388. Nothing but money is sweeter than honey. 389. Nothing dries sooner than a tear. 390. Nothing humbler than ambition when it is about to climb. 391. Nothing more like a fool than a drunken man. 392. Nothing so popular as goodness. 393. Now I've a sheep and a cow, everybody bids me good morrow. 394. No wood without bark. 395. No workman without tools, nor lawyer without fools, can live by their rules. 396. Observe all men, thyself most. 397. Observe old vellum, he praises former times as if he'd a mind to sell em 398. Of learned fools I have seen ten times ten, of unlearned wise men I have seen a hundred. Three ninety nine, oh lazy bones! Dost thou think God would have given thee arms and legs if He had not designed thou shouldst use them? End of section three. Section four of Poor Richard's Almanac by Benjamin Franklin. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Michelle Fry at Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Aphorisms 400-499 through 499. 400. Old boys have their playthings as well as young ones. The difference is only in the price. 401. Old young and old long. 402. One good husband is worth two good wives, for the scarcer things are the more they are valued. 403. One may be more cunning than another, but not more cunning than everybody else. 404. One mend fault is worth two find faults, but one find fault is better than two make faults. 405. One today is worth two tomorrows. 406. Onions can make even heirs and widows weep. 407. Pain wastes the body, pleasures the understanding. 408. Pardoning the bad is injuring the good. 409. Patience in market is worth pounds in a year. 410. Pay what you owe and you'll know what's your own. 411. Philosophy as well as foppery often changes fashion. 412. Plow deep while sluggards sleep. Four thirteen. Polio, who values nothing that's within, Buys books as men hunt beavers, for their skin. Four fourteen. Poor Dick eats like a well man and drinks like a sick. Four fifteen. Poor plain dealing, dead without issue. Four sixteen. Poverty, poetry, and new titles of honor make men ridiculous. For seventeen. Poverty wants some things, luxury many things, avarice all things. For eighteen. Praise to the undeserving is severe satire. For nineteen. Pray don't burn my house to roast your eggs. For twenty. Prayers and provender hinder no journey. 421. Presumption first blinds a man, then sets him a-running. 422. Pretty and witty will wound if they hit ye. 423. Pride and the gout are seldom cured throughout. 424. Pride, breakfasted with plenty, dined with poverty, supped with infamy. 425. Pride dines upon vanity, supps on contempt. 426. Pride is as loud a beggar as want, and a great deal more saucy. 427. Pride gets into the coach, and shame mounts behind. 428. Proclaim not all thou knowest, all thou owest, all thou hast, nor all thou canst. 429. Prodigality of time produces poverty of mind as well as of estate. 430. Promises may get thee friends, but non performance will turn them into enemies. 431. Proud modern learning despises the ancient. Schoolmen are now laughed at by schoolboys. Four thirty two. Quarrels never could last long if on one side only lay the wrong. Four thirty three. Rather go to bed supperless than run in debt for a breakfast. Four thirty four. Reading makes a full man, meditation a profound man, discourse a clear man 435 read much but not many books 436 retirement does not always secure virtue lot was upright in the city wicked in the mountain 437 rob not for burnt offerings 438 ROB NOT GOD, NOR THE POOR, LEST THOU RUIN THYSELF. THE EAGLE SNATCHED A COAL FROM THE ALTAR, BUT IT FIRED HER NEST. 439. SAMSON, WITH HIS STRONG BODY, HAD A WEAK HEAD, OR HE WOULD NOT HAVE LAID IN A HARLOT'S LAP. 440. SAYING AND DOING HAVE QUARRELED AND PARTED. 441. Search others for their virtues, thyself for thy vices. 442. Sell not virtue to purchase wealth, nor liberty to purchase power. 443. Silence is not always a sign of wisdom, but babbling is ever a mark of folly. 444. Silks and satins put out the kitchen fire. 445. Since thou art not sure of a minute, throw not away an hour. 446. Singularity in the right hath ruined many. Happy those who are convinced of the general opinion. 447. Sleep without supping, and you'll rise without owing for it. 448. Sloth and silence are a fool's virtues. 449. SLOTH, LIKE RUST, CONSUMES FASTER THAN LABOR WEARS. THE USED KEY IS ALWAYS BRIGHT. 450. SNOWY WINTER, A PLENTIFUL HARVEST. 451. SOME ARE JUSTLY LAUGHED AT FOR KEEPING THEIR MONEY FOOLISHLY, OTHERS FOR SPENDING IT IDLY. HE IS THE GREATEST FOOL THAT LAYS IT OUT IN A PURCHASE OF REPENTANCE. 452. Some are weather-wise, some are otherwise. 453. Some make conscience of wearing a hat in the church, who make none of robbing the altar. 454. Sorrow is good for nothing but sin. 455. Spare and have is better than spend and crave. 456. Speak and speed, the closed mouth catches no flies. 457. Speak little, do much. 458. Speak with contempt of none, from slave to king, the meanest bee hath and will use a sting. 459. Strange that a man who has wit enough to write a satire should have folly enough to publish it. 460. Strange that he who lives by shifts can seldom shift himself. 461. Strive to be the greatest man in your country, and you may be disappointed. Strive to be the best, and you may succeed. He may well win the race that runs by himself. 462. Success has ruined many a man. 463. Sudden power is apt to be insolvent, sudden liberty saucy. That behaves best which has grown gradually. 464. Suspicion may be no fault, but showing it may be a great one. 465. Take counsel in wine, but resolve afterwards in water. 466. Take courage, mortal. Death can't banish thee out of the universe. 467. Take heed of the vinegar of sweet wine and the anger of good nature. 468. Take this remark from Richard. Poor and lame, whatever is begun in anger ends in shame. 469. Talking against religion is unchaining a tiger. The beast let loose may worry his deliverer. Four seventy, Tart words make no friends. A spoonful of honey will catch more flies than a gallon of vinegar. 471. TEACH YOUR CHILD TO HOLD HIS TONGUE, HE'LL LEARN FAST ENOUGH TO SPEAK. 472. TELL A MISER HE'S RICH AND A WOMAN SHE'S OLD, YOU'LL GET NO MONEY OF ONE, NOR KINDNESS OF TOTHER. 473. TELL ME MY FAULTS AND MEND YOUR OWN. 474. THE ABSENT ARE NEVER WITHOUT FAULT, NOR THE PRESENT WITHOUT EXCUSE. 475. The ancients tell us what is best, but we must learn of the moderns what is fittest. 476. The bell calls others to church, but itself never minds the sermon. 477. The bird that sits is easily shot. 478. The brave and the wise can both pity and excuse when cowards and fools show no mercy. 479. The busy man has few idle visitors. To the boiling pot the flies come not. Four eighty. The cat in gloves catches no mice. 481. The creditors are a superstitious sect, great observers of set days and times. 482. The cunning man steals a horse, the wise man lets him alone. 493. The devil sweetens poison with honey. 484. The discontented man finds no easy-chair. 485. The doors of wisdom are never shut. 486. The end of passion is the beginning of repentance. 487. The excellency of hogs is fatness, of men virtue. 488. The eye of a master will do more work than his hand. 489. The family of fools is ancient. 490. The favor of the great is no inheritance. 491. The generous mind least regards money, and yet most feels the want of it. 492. The golden age never was the present age. 493. The good paymaster is lord of another man's purse. 494. The good or ill hap of a good or ill life is the good or ill choice of a good or ill wife. 495. The heart of the fool is in his mouth, but the mouth of the wise man is in his heart. 496. The heathens, when they died, went to bed without a candle. 497. The honest man takes pains and then enjoys pleasures. The knave takes pleasures and then suffers pains. 498. The honey is sweet, but the bee has a sting. 499. The horse thinks one thing, and he that saddles him another. End of Section 4 Section 5 of Poor Richard's Almanac by Benjamin Franklin. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Aphorisms 500 through 599. 500. The idle man is the devil's hireling, whose livery is rags, whose diet and wages are famine and diseases. 501. THE KING'S CHEESE IS HALF-WASTED IN parings, BUT NO MATTER, TIS MADE OF THE PEOPLE'S MILK. 502. THE LEARNED FOOL WRITES HIS NONSENSE IN BETTER LANGUAGE THAN THE UNLEARNED, BUT STILL TIS NONSENSE. 503. THE MAGISTRATE SHOULD OBEY THE LAWS, THE PEOPLE SHOULD OBEY THE MAGISTRATE. 504. THE MASTER'S EYE WILL DO MORE WORK THAN BOTH HIS HANDS. 505. The miser's cheese is o' 506. The most exquisite folly is made of wisdom spun too fine. 507. The muses love the morning. 508. The nearest way to come to glory is to do that for conscience which we do for glory. 509. The noblest question in the world is, what good may I do in it? 510. The old man has given all to his son. O oh, fool, to undress thyself before thou art going to bed. 511. The painful preacher, like a candle bright, consumes himself in giving others light. 512. The poor have little, beggars none. The rich too much, enough not one. 513. THE POOR MAN MUST WALK TO GET MEAT FOR HIS STOMACH, THE RICH MAN TO GET A STOMACH TO HIS MEAT. 514. THE PRODIGAL GENERALLY DOES MORE INJUSTICE THAN THE COVETOUS. 515. THE PROOF OF GOLD IS FIRE, THE PROOF OF WOMAN, GOLD, THE PROOF OF MAN, A WOMAN. 516. THE PROUD HATE PRIDE IN OTHERS. 517. THERE ARE LAZY MINDS AS WELL AS LAZY BODIES 518 THERE ARE NO FOOLS SO TROUBLESOME AS THOSE THAT HAVE WIT 519 THERE ARE NO UGLY LOVES NOR HANDSOME PRISONS 520 THERE ARE THREE FAITHFUL FRIENDS AN OLD WIFE AN OLD DOG AND READY MONEY 521 THERE ARE THREE THINGS EXTREMELY HARD Steal a diamond and to know one's self. 522. There is neither honor nor gain got in dealing with a villain. 523. There is no little enemy. 524. There is no man so bad but he secretly respects the good. 525. There is much difference between imitating a good man and counterfeiting him. 526. There's a time to wink as well as to see. 527. There's many witty men whose brains can't fill their bellies. 528. There's more old drunkards than old doctors. 529. There's none deceived but he that trusts. 5.30. There is small revenge in words, but words may be greatly revenged. 5.31. There was never a good knife made of bad steel. 5.32. They who have nothing to trouble them will be troubled at nothing. 5.33. The rivers and bad governments, the lightest things, swim at top. Five thirty-four. The rotten apple spoils his companion. 535. The royal crown cures not the headache. 536. The same man cannot be both friend and flatterer. 537. The sleeping fox catches no poultry. Up, up! 538. The second vice is lying. The first is running into debt. 539. THE STING OF THE REPROACH IS THE TRUTH OF IT. 540. THE SON NEVER REPENTS OF THE GOOD HE DOES, NOR DOES HE EVER DEMAND A recompense. 541. THE THINGS WHICH HURT INSTRUCT. 542. THE TONGUE IS EVER TURNING TO THE ACHING TOOTH. 543. THE TONGUE OFFENDS, AND THE EARS GET THE CUFFING. 544. The too-obliging temper is ever more disobliging itself. 545. The way to be safe is never to be secure. 546. The way to see by faith is to shut the eye of reason. The morning daylight appears plainer when you put out your candle. 547. THE WISE MAN DRAWS MORE ADVANTAGE FROM HIS ENEMIES THAN THE FOOL FROM HIS FRIENDS. 548. THE WORST WHEEL OF THE CART MAKES THE MOST NOISE. 549. THE WOLF SHEDS HIS COAT ONCE A YEAR, HIS DISPOSITION NEVER. 550. THINK OF THREE THINGS, WHENCE YOU CAME, WHERE YOU ARE GOING, AND TO WHOM YOU MUST ACCOUNT. 551. Thirst after dessert, not reward. 552. Though modesty is a virtue, bashfulness is a vice. 553. Those that have much business must have much pardon. 554. Those who are feared are hated. 555. Those who in quarrels interpose must often wipe a bloody nose. 556. Though the mastiff be gentle, yet bite him not by the lip. 557. Thou canst not joke an enemy into a friend, but thou mayest a friend into an enemy. 558. Three good meals a day is bad living. 559. Three may keep a secret, if two of them are dead. 560. Three things are men most likely to be cheated in—a horse, a wig, and a wife. 561. Tim and his handsaw are good in their place, though not fit for preaching or shaving a face. 562. Time enough always proves little enough. 563. Time is an herb that cures all diseases— 564. Tim was so learned that he could name a horse in nine languages, so ignorant that he bought a cow to ride on. 565. Tis against some men's principles to pay interest, and seems against others' interest to pay the principal. 566. Tis a laudable ambition that aims at being better than his neighbors. 567. "'Tis a shame that your family is an honor to you. You ought to be an honor to your family. 568. "'Tis a strange forest that has no rotten wood in it, and a strange kindred that all are good in it. 569. "'Tis better leave for an enemy at one's death than beg of a friend in one's life. Five seventy. Tis easier to build two chimneys than maintain one in fuel. 571. Tis easier to prevent bad habits than to break them. 572. Tis easy to see, hard to foresee. 573. Tis easier to suppress the first desire than to satisfy all that follow it. 574. "'Tis great confidence in a friend to tell him your faults, greater to tell him his. 575. "'Tis hard, but glorious, to be poor and honest. 576. "'Tis less discredit to abridge petty charges than to stoop to petty gettings. 577. "'Tis not a holiday that's not kept holy. 578 tis a well-spent penny that saves a groat. 579. To bear other people's afflictions, everyone has courage enough, and to spare. 580. To be intimate with a foolish friend is like going to bed with a razor. 581. To be proud of knowledge is to be blind with light. To be proud of virtue is to poison yourself with the antidote. 582. TODAY IS YESTERDAY'S PUPIL. 583. TO ERR IS HUMAN, TO REPENT DIVINE, TO PERSIST DEVILISH. 584. TO LENGTHEN THY LIFE, LESSEN THY MEALS. 585. TOMORROW EVERY FAULT IS TO BE AMENDED, BUT THAT TOMORROW NEVER COMES. 586. TOM, VEINS YOUR PAINS, THEY ALL WILL FAIL ne'er was good arrow made of a sow's tail. 587. Tongue double brings trouble. 588. Too much plenty makes mouth dainty. 589. To whom thy secret thou dost tell, to him thy freedom thou dost sell. 590. Tricks and treachery are the practice of fools that have not enough wit to be honest. 591. Trouble springs from idleness, toil from ease. 592. Trust thyself, and another shall not betray thee. 593. Two dry sticks will burn a green one. 594. Up, sluggard, and waste not life, in the grave will be sleeping enough. 595. Vainglory flowereth, but beareth no fruit. Vanity backbites more than malice. 5.97. Vice knows she's ugly, so puts on her mask. 5.98. Virtue and a trade are a child's best portion. 5.99. Virtue and happiness are mother and daughter. End of Section 5 Section 6 of Poor Richard's Almanac by Benjamin Franklin This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read for you by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Aphorisms 600 through 670 600. Virtue may not always make a face handsome, but vice will certainly make it ugly. 601. Visits should be short, like a winter's day, lest you're too troublesome, hasten away. 602. Visit your aunt, but not every day, and call at your brothers, but not every night. 603. Want of care does us more damage than want of knowledge. 604. Wars bring scars. 605. We are not so sensible of the greatest health as of the least sickness. 606. Wealth is not his that has it, but his that enjoys it. 607. Weighty questions ask for deliberate answers. 608. Welcome, mischief, if thou comest alone. 609. Well done is better than well said. 610. Well done is twice done. 611. We may give advice, but we cannot give conduct. 612. What is a butterfly at best? He's but a caterpillar dressed. The gaudy fops his picture just. 613. What's given shines. What's received is rusty. 614. WHAT SIGNIFIES KNOWING THE NAMES IF YOU KNOW NOT THE NATURE OF THE THINGS? 6.15 WHAT SIGNIFIES YOUR PATIENCE IF YOU CAN'T FIND IT WHEN YOU WANT IT? 6.16 WHAT'S PROPER IS BECOMING. SEE THE BLACKSMITH WITH HIS WHITE SILK APRON. 6.17 WHAT YOU WOULD SEEM TO BE, BE REALLY. 6.18 When a friend deals with a friend, let the bargain be clear and well penned, that they may be continue friends to the end. 619. When befriended, remember it. When you befriend, forget it. 620. When death puts out your flame, the snuff will tell if we were wax or tallow by the smell. 621. When knaves betray each other, one can scarce be blamed, or the other pitied. 622. When knaves fall out, honest men get their goods. When priests dispute, we come at the truth. 623. When out of favor none know thee, when in thou dost not know thyself. 624. When prosperity was well-mounted, she let go the bridle, and soon came tumbling out of the saddle. 625. When reason preaches, if you won't hear her, she'll box your ears. 626. When there's more malice shown than matter, on the writer falls the satire. 627. When the well's dry, we know the worth of water. 628. When the wine enters, out goes the truth. 629. When tis fair, be sure to take your coat with you. 630. When you're good to others, you are best to yourself. 631. When you speak to a man, look on his eyes. When he speaks to thee, look on his mouth. 632. When you taste honey, remember gall. 633. Where bread is wanting, all's to be sold. 634. Where good laws are, much people flock thither. 635. Where sense is wanting, everything is wanting. 636. Where there's no law, there's no bread. 637. Where there is hunger, law is not regarded, and where law is not regarded, there will be hunger. 638. Where there is marriage without love, there will be love without marriage. 639. Where yet was ever found the mother who'd change her baby for another? 640. Wide will wear, but narrow will tear. 641. Wink at small faults. Remember, thou hast great ones. 642. Wish not so much to live long as to live well. 643. Without justice, courage is weak. 644. With the old almanac and the old year, Leave thy old vice, though ever so dear. 645. Who dainties love shall beggars prove? 646. Who has deceived thee so oft as thyself? 647. Who is powerful? He that governs his passions. 648. Who is rich? He that is content. 649. Who is rich? He that rejoices in his portion. 650. Who is strong? He that can conquer his bad habits. 651. Who is wise? He that learns from everyone. 652. WHO JUDGES BEST OF A MAN, HIS ENEMIES, OR HIMSELF? 653. WHO KNOWS A FOOL MUST KNOW HIS BROTHER, FOR ONE WILL RECOMMEND ANOTHER? 654. WILLOWS ARE WEAK, BUT THEY BIND THE FAGGOT. 655. WISH A MISER LONG LIFE, AND YOU WISH HIM NO GOOD. 656. WOMEN AND WINE, GAME AND DECEIT, MAKE THE WEALTH SMALL AND THE WANTS GREAT. 657. WORDS MAY SHOW A MAN'S WIT, BUT ACTIONS HIS MEANING. 658. WOULD YOU LIVE WITH EASE, DO WHAT YOU OUGHT, NOT WHAT YOU PLEASE. 659. WOULD YOU PERSUADE, SPEAK OF INTEREST, NOT OF REASON. 660. WRITE INJURIES IN DUST, BENEFITS IN MARBLE. 661. Write with the learned, pronounce with the vulgar. 662. Why does the blind man's wife paint herself? 663. You can bear your own faults, and why not a fault in your wife? 664. You may be too cunning for one, but not for all. 665. You may delay, but time will not. 666. You may give a man an office, but you cannot give him discretion. 667. You may talk too much on the best subjects. 668. You may sometimes be much in the wrong in owning your being in the right. 669. Youth is pert and positive age modest and doubting so ears of corn when young and light stand bolt upright but hang their heads when weighty full and ripe six seventy you will be careful if you are wise how you touch men's religion or credit or eyes end of section six end of poor richard's almanac by benjamin franklin Read for you by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in December 2015. Thanks for listening.